What's going on, everybody? This is episode three of In the End Zone with Caleb and Hunter. What's up, guys? And our special guest, the other Hunter, What's Hunter up? Kirkland. What's up? All right, so we're going to do a week one recap, and then we're going to do our predictions for week two. So to start off, we had Green Bay and Chicago. What are your thoughts about that one? Uh, well, I felt like both teams, they're going to have a defense that they're going to be happy with this season, for one. Uh, Mitchell Trubisky, it's, he's not the answer for Chicago, I don't think. Uh, I know it was just week one. He may be getting a little rust off, but I honestly was not impressed at all by him. And Aaron Rodgers really didn't do that well either. I was surprised. But, I mean, he's Aaron Rodgers, so I'm sure he'll come back in the season. I think the Bears are also, they've always been, like, offensively bad, I think. Yeah. Especially last season, like, in the playoffs. You could see that they couldn't really do anything against the Eagles. It was a low-scoring game, and they ended up, like, missing the field goal. Like, it took them. Yeah. Like, mean, everybody blamed the kicker, but their offense shouldn't have allowed it to just get to the kicker. You yeah, know what I mean, I mean so, Allen Robinson is a thing you can look up for if you're a Bears fan. But um, I think that, like, having not having Jordan Howard – I think is a big mishap for them. I yeah. think they miss Jordan Howard. He's a he like he's a good running back, and I think like the Eagles don't really use him like the Bears did. But like Tariq Cohen, he's a smaller back, so he's not really able to do all the things that Jordan Howard was able to do, especially goal line situations. Yeah. But uh, what do you think, Connor? Uh, did one of you pick up uh, Mike Davis in fantasy this week? Yeah, I did. Yeah. What about that? He's a third running back for the Bears. He is, and he actually put up decent numbers. He wasn't bad fantasy. I think he had nine point six. He uh, catches. I think uh, I think he's going to be a big. He's going to be a goal line guy. I think for sure, especially with Tariq Cohen lacking size. Yeah. I think he could be a guy that they could put in and score on offense. And next, we move to the Chiefs and the Jaguars. What do you think about that one? Uh, Patrick Mahomes showed that he's not slowing down from last season. He has something to prove again this year, and I'm sure I'll just keep on building from that. Yeah, um, I think another thing, Nick Foles got hurt. And I, yeah. t- I said last week, I said I didn't have any faith in Nick Foles. And what just happened? He gets injured. Yeah. So, like, I mean, don't put that on out. me. He'll be out, what, most of the season? But he did throw a touchdown in the on the play that he got injured. So, that's uh, that's the bright side. But I don't know when he's going to come back. Yeah. I mean, Devin Funches for the Colts also, like, got no. the same injury. So, he, it'll take him a few weeks. But I don't know. With Nick Foles, it could be more severe. I don't know. But yeah. even – even with, I think, Gardner Minshew, is that his name? Yeah, he, yeah, he, he, uh, he did look good. He, he actually was like 10 for 10 at one point, but uh, I don't think they have a good good chance in the division with Gardner Minshew. Yeah. Um, I mean, their offense isn't terrible. It didn't look terrible at the beginning of the game. The Chiefs were just too dominant, and I mean, anybody against the Chiefs is like, that's a bad matchup. So, like, you yeah. can't really just put that against Dick Foles. But, hey, like, back to the Chiefs. Uh, Tyreek Hill got hurt. He did. That's big in the football world. I think McCole Hardman can step into that role pretty good. I think yeah, I, mean, I think Sammy Watkins. Yeah, he had a huge game week Sammy, one. They're yeah. going to start keying on Sammy, I yeah. feel like, though. And then McCole Hardman has the same speed as Tyreek. He just has a fumbling issue. That's true. Sammy Watkins proved that he could be a number one guy. I don't know how long that will last because he was number one in Buffalo a while back, and we see how that turned out. They ended up trading him. So yeah. um, we'll just see how that works out. But um, next, Falcons at Vikings. The, Vi- the Vikings showed up big, and I think we had them third in the division yeah, behind we did. the Packers and the Bears. They looked the best out of all those teams that played in that division. Yeah. I mean, the Lions, they scored, what, 27 against the Cardinals, but, like, it that, that game ended up being, like, the Cardinals came back and tied. But, anyways, scoring-wise, the Vikings looked really yeah, they good. they looked the best offensively in that division. And their defense stopped a Falcons defense that has Julio and Calvin Ridley and Devontae Freeman, and yeah. they just they just looked like beasts. 
What do you think, Connor? Did Kirk Cousins play the whole game? I believe so. He threw for 98 yards and a touchdown. Exactly. That's that's how good Dalvin Cook is. Yeah. That just shows you. And their backup running back. What is his name? Madison? Madison. He looks the same build. Look, and exactly. Like, it. that's how many weapons they have. Like, he Kirk Cousins didn't have to do anything that, in, in that that's game. True. And the Falcons, just a few seasons ago, made it to the Super Bowl. Yeah. And they were up big. And they, they, I think they have that exact same roster, pretty much, other than, like, a couple younger guys. You know what I mean? Like, they haven't added anything big. Like, they have the exact same roster. And the Vikings just... Showed up and destroyed them in the open. Like nobody, I don't anybody yeah, well, I've ever they heard lost of. Tevin Coleman from that year. That's true, but I mean Tevin Coleman. Devontae yeah. Freeman did not look like his normal self either. That's true, but I mean Julio. Or yeah, Julio didn't have a touchdown till late. I mean it was like a garbage touchdown. So if you put that in there, like they only had six points the entire game until the fourth quarter. So I mean that Vikings defense stepped up and showed out, and I think the Vikings are going to be trouble for the Packers and the Bears. We. May have to change our picks. <laughs> but uh, next, Titans and Browns. That well, is the biggest shock of the yeah, entire week. The Browns just came out ready to look right in week one, and they did the complete opposite of that. They just didn't look like a team at all. Personally, when I watched the game, I didn't think the Titans looked great on offense. I think their defense was the biggest part of that. They just shut down everybody. Like, Baker Mayfield threw, like, three three interceptions. Yeah, he like three picks, He think. looked like he shouldn't have been the number one pick at all. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he made him look like, Nick Foles, now but so I think you know Odell had seven catches for like seventy some yards, but I mean Baker Mayfield couldn't do anything against that defense, and I think the Titans next week. I mean it's going to be a big division matchup, the first of the year, so we'll see how that turns out. I don't think the Browns' offensive line looked that good. The Titans' edge rushers just destroying them the whole game. I think I think Baker was pressured a lot. That's yeah. why he he just thinks he got to get out the ball. You know what I mean? He's just got to make that pass to make that play. There, I last week I said I hope the Browns aren't just drama. I hope they can show it on the field, and they ended up not showing it. Yeah. And hopefully next week that changes for the Browns, especially for the Browns fan base. But um, we'll see how that turns out. But uh, next, Bills and Jets. And last week, I said the Jets were my surprise team in the AFC. But um, after that performance, I I don't know if they still will be. Maybe the Bills will be. But uh, I know Jets were up for a, like a majority of the game, and then yeah. Josh Allen just led this big old comeback and like shocked the Jets. And like, I mean, Le'Veon played really well for the Jets. Yeah, he he had a two point conversion. That catch was fantastic, and the catch on the touchdown. Yeah, it was yeah, a little lower, catch. but I mean. You know, Le'Veon played every single snap in the game yeah. offensively, and I mean, he said he he said he wanted to do that. He said he was ready to prove something, and he went out and did it. So. Before the season, the Jets signed Ty Montgomery, and they they said he was going to be splitting carries, not half and half, but he didn't do anything. He didn't even get a touch. It was Le'Veon the entire game, and yeah. you, I mean, a guy that's been out in football for that long, you got to give him that many <coughs> touches. He didn't look. Like, he slowed down one bit. Everybody was saying, oh, is Le'Veon going to do well? Is he going to be a top fantasy pick? Is he going to be a top running back? Well, I mean, rushing-wise, he didn't really do much, but, like, he's not just a rusher. Yeah, he he's can a catch dynamic the ball. player, and he can do a lot out of the He's a the dual field. threat. I mean, I think the Jets looked good. I mean, they were playing the Bills, who have a tough defense. They really do. Yeah. But, I mean, the Bills just came back, and the Jets weren't able to answer at all. You the, Jets, the Jets' uh, receiving core is looking good to me. They just signed Demarius. They got their tight end, Herndon. He's coming back like week four. And Quincy and Nunez just placed uh, on Jameson IR. Crowder had 14 catches. I mean, he's, he's on that, pace that, for 100. That's a franchise record, by the way. And then Robbie Anderson. Yeah, Robbie he Anderson can't. didn't really do much last week, mm-hmm. but I think he's just coming off an injury. I mean, next week they play Cleveland. I mean, anything could happen against Cleveland, I guess. But um, Robbie Anderson, I think he'll be a bigger boost, especially with Quincy and Newman getting hurt. 
Um, Demarius Thomas coming in, he's an older guy. I mean, locker room-wise, he can bring some leadership. But, I mean, on the field, I don't really see much. He's mm-hmm. not he's not like he was for the Broncos. He's not that star anymore. But I think Jamison Crowder is fantastic. Robbie Anderson's still there. I think they're I think they're good. Demarius Thomas reminds me of a young Andre Johnson. <laughs> Honestly. Andre Johnson was a beast. But um let's go to Ravens and Dolphins. That was also a big shock, but it wasn't as shocking yeah. as the Browns, but it was a big shock. Everybody knew the Dolphins are tanking apparently for Tua. But um what do you think about the Ravens? Oh, I think Lamar Jackson just silenced every single one of his doubters saying he'd be better off at a wide receiver position or running back position. Uh, he threw for 324 yards, five touchdowns, and had zero picks. He threw the ball. I mean, he was 17 for 20. Um, I mean, you really can't ask for a better game than what he just gave him. I mean, like last week I said I didn't have faith in Lamar Jackson, and I didn't think he could throw the ball. Last year he did look inaccurate when he threw the ball. He was like every team focused on watching him running the ball. They were focused on that because they thought he was. that's all he could do. And last week I said that he was going to be the first quarterback to have an 1,000 rushing yard season. But right now it looks like he might have a Patrick Mahomes type year like yeah. last year. Mm-hmm. I mean, that dude looked crazy. I know it was against the Dolphins, but still, like, we didn't have the – we had Ravens behind the Browns and the Steelers in their, in their division. AFC North, it looked like the Steelers were going to have the edge, but Cleveland didn't come out and play. Steelers didn't come out and play, but the Ravens are the only team that came out and played. Bengals were in it for a while in Seattle, but the Ravens were the only team that really looked good, and they lead the division. I mean, and it wasn't just Lamar Jackson. I mean, Mark Ingram had a great game. He had over 100 yards rushing and a a couple touchdowns go along with it, but the biggest surprise was uh, Marquise Brown, I feel like. He only had four catches, but that went for 147 yards. His first two catches were two TDs. Yeah, I mean, there was like an 89-yard TD. And back to Lamar, I mean, I watched him throw that. He just threw the ball 50 yards through the air effortlessly. And everybody was, I mean, doubting that. He literally just flicked his wrist. If you watch him throw that pass, he just flicked his wrist, and it went right to him. It was was crazy. I mean, he looked very accurate. He looked like a different Lamar Jackson. This offseason was definitely good to him. And, I mean, they added some weapons like Marquise Brown. Mm -hmm. I I mean, a good moment to see was also RG3. I mean, and their defense, they only yeah. allowed 10 points. I mean, take it, it was against the Dolphins, but still, that's, that's showing something. That gets mm-hmm. you that gets you first in the AFC North right now, and you got momentum going into next week. And uh, then we go to the Eagles and Redskins. And the Eagles were up 17 nothing for a lot of the game, and then Carson Wentz found Deshaun Jackson. And then since then, it was a wrap. They just yeah. kept scoring and scoring and scoring. They ended up winning 32-27. to um, What are your thoughts on Carson Wentz and Deshaun Jackson? Um, not so much Deshaun Jackson, but Alshon Jeffrey. I have him in fantasy. Uh, I benched him. I didn't think he was going to have that great of a game, but he went and proved me that uh, he can definitely get that starting position uh, for other weeks. But Carson Wentz, he was impressive. Uh, I mean, I said in the last podcast I was big on him and, and the Eagles, and they uh, proved that I should have had him that high. What do you think, Hunter? Hey, don't worry about you dropping him. I dropped Hollywood Brown before the season even started. I was high on him coming in the draft, drafted him, dropped him. I was back on the Ravens. Deshaun Jackson had eight catches, 154 yards, and two TDs. In his first game back with the Eagles, I think that says a lot. I think Carson Wentz has found his new favorite target. And Deshaun Jackson's not a red zone threat like Alshon Jeffrey is. They're two totally different wide receivers. Alshon is a taller guy. He can he can catch in the end zone. But Deshaun Jackson can can be a long-distance receiver. Like Carson, exactly. Like Carson Wentz can rely on him because he knows how he plays. Yeah. And we saw that last week. And then we move to Carolina where the Panthers played the Rams. What do you think about that? 
Uh, Cam Newton played awful for me. I have him in fantasy too, and he just, you know, had like five points. I mean, his stats were not impressive at all. Christian McCaffrey carried that offense that entire game. That's the only reason they were ever in it. Um, what do you think, Hunter? I had McCaffrey in fantasy, and he didn't disappoint me. He had like 42 or something stupid like that. I think their biggest offensive, like their the, what they lack in offense is receive their receiving core. Yeah. I mean, Greg Olson's still there. He's getting a little older. He's still he's still great. He's still a great tight end to have. But the receiving core, DJ Moore, Curtis Samuel, I just, I mean, they don't really have a solidified number one receiver, in my opinion. I think they have more to the offense. They didn't show it all week one. Uh, Curtis Samuel is a former running back at Ohio State, and he had a couple of rushes, or a lot of rushes, and a few touchdowns last year just rushing the ball. So they'll definitely Curtis put Samuel. Is, in Curtis there. Samuel is a versatile like receiver. Like he's very good. He's very quick too. He kind of reminds me of Tyreek Hill mm-hmm. in a way. But I think you know they just gotta find that number one guy. Like. They just kind of go back and forth, it feels like. One of them has a good week, and then the other one, ha- you know what I mean? It's like yeah. back and forth, and they just got to find that guy. Because every other team, it seems like they have a number one guy. You get what I'm saying? So then we move to L.A., the Colts and the Chargers. They win the overtime. Um, Colts made the comeback. And then late in overtime, they just let pass after pass after pass, and they the defense could not stop Phillip Rivers. And all game, they could not stop Austin Eckler. That was the biggest that was the biggest thing because Melvin Gordon was out. Nobody knew how Austin Eckler was going to do as number one back. I mean, fantasy-wise, he did fan- phenomenal. And Justin Jackson didn't really have a great game. He didn't really, like... Seven rushes for 56 yards, though. I mean, yeah, but he didn't do as great as Austin mm-hmm. Eckler or as Austin Eckler would have done as a backup. You get what I'm saying? So, yeah. But that receiving core, Mike Williams didn't really do much. Mm-hmm. Keenan Allen was a big part of that offense. Him and Eckler just carried that offense the entire game. Um, the Col- Jacoby didn't look bad at all. He didn't really make any mistakes. No picks. Only missed a couple of his passes. Marlon Mack, 174 rushing yards. Um, had a 69-yard t- TD. I mean, that was as long as of his Cooker, career. Catch of the year. Yeah, Malik Cooker interception <laughs> yeah, of the year already. Um, that was a huge defense. I mean, they had some defensive stops in that game. Um, but when you get down early, that's what the Colts tend to do. They haven't since 2008. They haven't won. They've only won one season opener, and that was in 2013. So, I mean, that kind of tells you something. But last year they started 1-5. and five. Hopefully they don't start 1-5 and five this year. But hopefully they can get back to their old ways. I mean, Andrew Luck not being there is a big part of it. But they still may not have won that game with Andrew Luck. Who knows? But Jacoby did not look bad, and T.Y. Hilton looked great. And Devin Funchess being out, I think that allows Paris Campbell to step up. That allows Ebron to get more catches. Because last game, Ebron had a touchdown in the end zone that was called incomplete. And, I mean, Jack Doyle, he had a couple catches I remember he had a 20-yard catch. It was it was to get a first down, and that was a big play that gave us momentum. Um, but I think you know, Paris Campbell, he's going to be a guy to watch out for, especially in fantasy. I think he's going to get he's going to get more looks because of Devin Funches being out. Hunter Henry just uh, two hours ago, to, uh, his tibia fractured. So he's out four to six weeks. Yeah. So Virgil Green is a guy to watch out for in fantasy. That's their backup tight end. Next game, we go to Bengals at Seattle. It was it was kind of a barn burn if you watched it. I mean, Andy Dalton, right now he leads the league in passing. I mean, he didn't look terrible. It's just John Ross also had a big game, huge game. A.J. Green being out, it allows these younger guys that really haven't had a chance because of A.J. Green being there. It gets them on the field, and it gets them catches and gets them, like, experience. So, like, yeah. when A.J. Green comes back, then Andy Dalton can rely on these other guys. And... You know, yeah, that's the biggest part is just him knowing that even with his best receiver out, he can rely on other ones and knowing that uh, they're going to be fine without him because 
has these other targets on the field. I think we previewed the new coach's uh, game plan, and it looked pretty good. It did, it looked better than Marvin Lewis's did. Andy Dalton worked well with it. He really did because he, I mean, he, John Ross he slung that ball, dude. Yeah. He looked. They actually had a good offense. Joe Mixon's out right now. Um, he's questionable for next week, so Giovanni will be able to come in, maybe step up. But I mean, personally, I don't like Giovanni. I don't think he's great, and he's kind of like a. He's got that. He's that dual threat. He's not. Yeah. He can run and he can catch. So it's like it's not terrible. But I mean, Joe Mixon's obviously the leader of that team right now. But I mean, that's just on the offensive side of the ball. The defense. Eh, it was okay. It didn't really look great. DK Metcalf had a great game as well, um, and a lot of people didn't know how he was going to do. But with Doug Baldwin being out, you got Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf. Those two dudes, they DK Metcalf showed what he could do, and I think the Seahawks could have a potentially good year. And I mean, they had a tough game against the Bengals, who a lot of people were down on. Me and Hunter were, had them last in the AFC North, but I mean, really, the Bengals always have these tough games. Like they still like. They're still competitive, you know. Yeah. They don't just suck. They they're not just bad. Yeah, they just like just the get Dolphins. Blown out every week. They're not like the Dolphins were last week. They actually competed and they got a new offense that the, they could surprise some people. Yeah. They could be a seven eight win team possibly. We'll just have to see how it works out. Next we go to Dallas, uh, Cowboys and Giants. Cowboys won thirty five to seventeen. Yeah. Saquon did not show up. Yeah, and. Eli Manning did not show up. I mean, he I mean, he but rarely that, shows that, up. Dak Prescott, he had an amazing game. Uh, he, he proved he's he's out to get that money that he wants. Zeke proved that he's worth the money. Um, I mean, we'll just have to see. They'll probably just keep building on the offense they had this game. They had two 100-plus receivers and yeah. Gallup and Cooper. That's looking pretty good. The The story I want to talk about is last, um, when we made our reg, like our regular season predictions, we were talking about Rookie of the Year, and we mentioned – Daniel Jones and I, I, t- I told everybody I was high on Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones got playing time, and I predicted that he'd be by the, halfway through the season, week eight, he'd have playing time. He got playing time. He went three for four for seventeen yards. He didn't do nothing, but he still got on the field, and that's all that matters. <laughs> I just want to put that out there. Ezekiel Elliott didn't really show up. He had thirteen carries for fifty-three yards and a touchdown. Um, Pollard, he had thirteen carries, twenty-four yards, no touchdowns. Um, Gallup, again, 158 yards. Amari Cooper, 106 yards. Randall Cobb, though, I think Aaron Rodgers is going to miss him, and I think Dak, I think that's going to help him get his money. I think they have three guys that he can rely on. And Jason Witten came back, three catches, 15 yards and a touchdown. Mm-hmm. And Blake Jarwin, yeah, Blake he, had, he, had, he had 39 yards and a touchdown. So you got all these dudes. I mean, you're getting these yard the yardage from the receivers, and you're getting these tight ends at the goal line. You're getting them touchdowns. So, I mean, the Dallas Cowboys offense isn't looking bad. They're good. Take it against the Giants, but, I mean, really, it doesn't really matter. I just don't – I mean, these guys are NFL players, so it doesn't really matter their defense. But, I mean, the, the, the offense for Dallas is looking pretty good. I think it's better than last year. Um, we'll just have to see how that kind of goes, I, I guess. I agree. Um, Dak is definitely going to get that money very soon, I believe, um, just like Zeke did, and I think it could turn out well for him. And then we head to Tampa Bay, where 49ers played the Buccaneers. Uh, 49ers won 31 to 17. Um, what What are your thoughts on Jimmy G? Uh, I mean, he didn't really look that great. He didn't play an awful game. He had a touchdown to go along with a picky through, not that many yards. Um, Tevin I, Coleman got yeah, injured. I mean, yeah, Coleman got injured. I didn't really know what to expect from Jimmy G. I figured he might have had a better game than that, but um, hopefully he can build on 
some guys that I kind of like expected to be like the number one and two guys, Marquise Goodwin and Dante Pettis both had one catch for seven yards, both of them. And then Kendrick Bourne had a catch for nine yards. Debo Samuel, the rookie, three catches, 17 yards. Um, they didn't really do much. George Kittle led the league or led the team in receiving eight catches for 54 yards. Their offense just. I mean, they mm-hmm. just. Pettis uh, played like three total snaps, though. I think. Yeah, like I think I think he got hurt. Yeah. But he was he was hurt going in, and they just tested it. Yeah. But, but Jameis, I thought he was gonna be big this year. For three that game, interceptions. Because it's his contract year, I thought he'd want the money, but. Now we head to Tampa Bay. 49ers won 31 to 17. Their defense was the biggest part of that game. Two interceptions, three interceptions against Jameis Winston. Two of them were pick sixes. Yeah. The 49ers defense, I picked them up on the waiver wire. Um, I dropped Seattle. And uh, I think, you know, Jameis Winston, it's his contract year, um, had a terrible game. What do you think, Connor? Yeah, he looked awful. I thought he was going to be good this year, but. And you gotta you gotta utilize Mike Evans more. Yeah. I mean, you got that big of a receiver, you got that great of a player. You need to utilize him more. He only had two catches for twenty eight yards, and Chris Godwin was the only receiver that had a touchdown. I mean, you just have to include him more if you want to be successful. Each team in the NFL has at least one number one guy that's like solidified as their number one guy, and Mike Evans is that. And Jameis Winston needs to use him, especially with this contract year. And then the next game, Arizona and Detroit. Kyler Murray's debut game. Um, he, he led the charge yeah. to come back. They were down big, and he ended up leading them to overtime where it ended in a tie. And I think I think Kyler Murray showed that he's got mental toughness, and I think that he can actually play. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald have, had over 100 yards receiving, and with him being as old as he is, I think, I mean, like Hunter said earlier, he could he could potentially be great all year. I think he'll have 100 catches. I Kyler Murray's pinpoint accurate is what all of his receivers called him, and he showed it in the game Sunday. And, and he's a run. He's and he's a runner. He's a mobile yeah. quarterback. He reminds me of Russell Wilson. I just watched the whole game because I knew Kyler would eventually show up, and he did in the fourth quarter. And you have him in fantasy too, yeah, so that kind of worked out. And uh, then we go to Foxborough. Patriots won thirty-three to three against the Pittsburgh Steelers. I mean, it was a tough game to watch. Um, I expect a lot more from my defense in future weeks. Uh, we had the Seahawks coming up on Sunday. Um, I know they can play better, but the offense, I definitely wanted to see them get a lot better over the season, and uh, quickly, I hope, Big Ben, he didn't show up, he had no touchdowns, he threw a pick, James Conner didn't get, get included that much. Uh, he 21 rushing yards. Yeah, just 21. I, and Juju Smith-Schuster had six catches for 78 yeah, yards, I mean, no touchdown though, um, there was they no, only scored three points. Vance McDonald um, didn't have a catch until the last drive, and he had two catches for 40 yards. Yep. Yeah, like um, I didn't... I didn't like at all what I saw, but uh, I mean, and that was without Antonio Brown. So if Antonio Brown, he just got hit with the sexual assault charge. Um, we'll yeah, see how I that mean, goes. The Patriots, the Patriots offense. I mean, they look ready to win another Super Bowl, unfortunately. And I mean, if this whole whole thing with AB it goes over well for AB, then they'll have him back, and it's just it's not going to be good for the rest of the NFL. I don't think Antonio Brown definitely played the Steelers and the Raiders. He yeah. he wanted out of Pittsburgh. Which is, and he I mean, wanted, you he can w- see why somebody would want out he of Pittsburgh. He wanted to go to New England. He wanted to play for the Patriots, and he just found a way to do that, even though he got traded to the Raiders. He just he bamboozled the Raiders. John Green wanted him to play so bad. He yeah. was like, "Will you just stop all this chaos and just play football? Because yeah. you're so good at it. We want you here." And um, I'm, I'm going to talk about the Raiders a little bit later. They kind of surprised me. I think they're going to be super good, but um, maybe not super good, but they'll be all right. And uh, Antonio Brown, if he plays for New England, then I think. They're locked 
They have to be yeah, locked I mean, away. I like what I saw. Kansas City I could like beat them. I saw from Josh Gordon. He looked, uh, even though he's had a, a bad pass, he's looking to put that behind him and move on, and he looked like a, like a good receiver, like, like a number one receiver Tom Brady can have. He had a touchdown, and Philip Dorsett had four catches, 95 yards, and two TDs. That's that's kind of ridiculous. It. That's that's their, that's their going to be their fourth or fifth guy, right? Yeah. After Antonio Brown gets there, I mean, they might – they might be crazy. They might yeah. be a lock for the Super Bowl. Yeah, I could see Gronk coming back. Oh, I could see like it too. Like week five, he just. I, I could mean, see that too. That'd be terrible. That would just, that would just make football like not. It would, it would still be enjoyable, but not as enjoyable. It'd because be you kind, know the be, Patriots are. I mean, it's kind of like KD going the Warriors. It just made basketball. They could I mean, potentially go sixteen and zero. They could potentially yeah. do it, and then go undefeated in the playoffs and win the Super Bowl. Like it could happen. Yeah. I could see Kansas City beating them, and I could see, I could see the Eagles beating them. In the Super Bowl, if the Eagles make yeah, it, I could see them beating be them, insane. just like last time. But this time with Carson Wentz, he gets what he deserves. But uh, then we go to New Orleans, a barn burner. Yeah, this yes. game was amazing. This is probably my favorite game of the week. Deshaun Watson, 268 yards, three touchdowns, and an interception. As a Colts fan, I hate to see it, but as a football fan, I love to see it he because I, good. I think he it was insane. Out. I think Kenny Stills had a touchdown. Carlos Hyde had 10, 10 rushes for 83 yards. That might be his best career game. I mean, he, he went from nothing, and he showed up to the, like in that game. Um, Duke Johnson, nine carries, 57 yards. I mean, Hopkins showed why he's the best receiver in the league. I mean, two TDs, 111 yards, eight catches. I mean, th- that dude is phenomenal. Kenny Stills, three catches, 37 yards, and a touchdown. Nothing huge, but... When you watch the touchdown in that point of the game, that was a huge play, yeah. and they really needed that. And for a guy to come into a system that week and come in there and make an impact, and Larry Tunsil also played, and he—I mean, he—he he led the charge for that offensive line. I think he'll—he'll he'll be the best offensive line for the team. Yeah, least. I mean, they gave up a lot of sacks and a lot. Of, I mean, a lot of it hurt them. I mean, there's. Um, I mean, they, I mean, there's still a lot to look up for this Texans team. And, and you got Will Fuller on the other side of DeAndre, who had two catches for 69 yards, but one of them was. Dang near Hail Mary, and he just went up and mossed him. Yeah, that was Looked a crazy catch. Th- this kind of scares me. I'm glad the Texans did not win the game, but I think, I mean, their defense, they let up 30 points. That's not very good, but I mean, like, I mean, they held him for because a little while. Because against Drew Brees the Saints. Like. Yeah, I mean, and Alvin Kamara, I mean. Michael yeah. Thomas. Yeah. He looked good. Drew Brees, 370 yards, two TDs, and an interception. Kamara, 97 yards on only 13 carries. Latavius Michael- Murray only had the only had the one rushing touchdown for the Saints, but I mean, but Latavius Murray showed. I mean, if Kamara like, needs a break, yeah, you can like come he, in and he can rely be a good two back. For He's him. a starter in Oakland and produced. He did, and that's what I'm gonna get to later. And uh, Michael Thomas had ten catches, 123 yards, and no touchdown. Ted Ginn had 101 receiving yards and no touchdown. And, uh, <laughs> and Kamara had seven catches for 72 yards. Um, there, um. Taysom Hill, the backup quarterback, had a receiving touchdown. Yeah, I mean, he's back up everything for them damn near. <laughs> he's he's crazy. I mean, Taysom Hill can do it all. I uh, I watched on YouTube. Philip Rivers and uh, the Sa- and Drew Brees had a like a QB battle. It was the Chargers and the Saints, and they they like Cardell Jones was in it. Taysom Hill was in it. Taysom Hill, pretty accurate. He's pretty. Yeah. He could he could be quarterback too. And they showed that last season when they put him in there. Um, and then we can head to the next game. We have the Broncos and the Raiders. And this is what I wanted to talk about. Josh Jacobs could potentially be the next franchise quarter uh, running back. And he mentioned Latavius Murray for the last game. The last time they had a good running back was Latavius Murray. Yeah. And before that, 
Bo Jackson. Like before <laughs> that, it was just Bo Jackson. Like, there was Allen, no. Was that before though? I, I don't even know. I don't know they they have they've never had any like star running back other than Bo Jackson, in my opinion. And Josh Jackson showed that he had two TDs. I mean, he had like eighty some rushing yards. He he's a beast, and he showed that he can play in this offense. And I think. The Raiders looked really good, and their defense stopped. I mean, yeah, they're playing Joe Flacco, but, I mean, still, they stopped this offense. I think their defense looked good. Clellan Farrell, he looks pretty good. I mean, the whole team, I mean, they really needed this win because with the whole Antonio Brown situation, for that to happen. I mean, Tyrell, I mean, he came out and played like he's ready to take over that number one since AB's not there. And I mean, it's 105 not, yards yeah, of it's touchdown. Yeah, it's fine with me. I have him in fantasy, and he came up big for me. Darren Waller, Waller, 70 yards and seven catches. I mean, he's going to be their tight end in the future. They had Jared Cook last year. He moved on to New Orleans, but I think he'll he'll be the next tight end there. They got a young squad, and Derek Carr finally kind of developing a team around him that is going to be great, and I really could see them. They play Kansas City next week, so it's a little scary, but I could see them potentially. I mean, they can can put up a good matchup against them, I think. They'll be better than Denver. Yeah. But I don't know if they'll be better than – LA, that's a little bit of a stretch, but I think that they could potentially have they could go seven and nine. Did Hunter I, Renfro do anything? Two catches for thirteen. I think he can be a pretty good slot player for them. Another guy on their team, Brian Grant. He, I mean, he played for Indianapolis last year. He didn't really do much. I think he may have had a couple touchdowns all season. Yards, maybe. I mean, he's not all that. I mean, I don't. I think Renfro will probably get in front of him. And then you got Dwayne Harris, who's a great return man. I mean, he had a big return that game too. It was a little later in the game, but he had a good return. Um, Denver didn't really look good. No. They only scored 16 points against the Raiders. Like, you would think that they would score a lot more than that, but, I mean, Joe Flacco being there, he's got to get into this offense. They have a new coach, um, Vic Fangio. Um, I just I think the Raiders look good. I think Josh Jacobs is going to be their franchise running back, and I think Tyrell Williams can take over that number one spot. And last year when Tyrell played for the Chargers – he played like a number one guy. Like he was yeah. putting up big numbers, every, like almost every game, and he he can be a great target for Derek Carr. I mean, Derek Carr has needed targets, and I think the Raiders look very good. They're not going to win the division by any stretch unless Pat Mahomes somehow gets like season injury, like season ending injury. Um, but the Raiders look good, and that's that's uh, that's my main. That's my main thing that I wanted to say in this podcast because I think the Raiders are going to be good. I didn't at the beginning, like before week one, but they, they came out and proved something. I think John Gruden's excited. He got his 100th win as a coach. Um, but other than that, I think Kansas City has that on lockdown. So then we go to our week two predictions. First, tomorrow night we have in Carolina, Panthers and Buccaneers. What is your prediction for that game? Uh, I'm going to go with Carolina. I feel like Cam's... He's going to come back from week one, have a nice game. Christian McCaffrey, he's just going to build on his week one performance, have a crazy game. Uh, what about you, Hunter? I got the Panthers. McCaffrey's going to have a big game. So will DJ Moore. He'll get 10 catches. And then Mike Evans will score a touchdown. What about you, Caleb? Since they both picked the Panthers, I'm going to pick the Buccaneers to win. In Carolina, I think O.J. Howard's going to have a big game. I have him in fantasy, so I hope he has a big game. But I think Jameis Winston... Like you said, it's his contract year. I think he's gonna he's got to show out eventually. I think Mike Evans is gonna get more involved. I think Peyton Barber is gonna get a little bit more carries than he did. A little maybe a little more than Ronald Jones, or they're gonna have even. So I, I think the Buccaneers are gonna win that game. And I think defense is gonna be a big part of it too because Cam struggled against LA's defense a little bit. And I think I mean you add Nadamik and Sue on that defensive front. I think 
the, that Cam's going to have a little bit of a tougher time with it. And then next, Cardinals and Ravens in Baltimore. I think I'll go first. I think I think the Ravens are going to win. I think Lamar Jackson won't have as good of a game, and I don't think it's going to be as big of a blowout as it was. I think Cardinals are going to stay with stay with him. It's not going to be a blowout. I think Kyler Murray's not going to have a comeback like he did last week, but I think uh, Ravens are going to win. Mark Ingram's going to have a big game. Yeah, I have the Ravens winning that game as well. Lamar Jackson, he's going to have another good week. Mark Ingram, he'll probably continue uh, off what he did in week one. Uh, Kyler Murray, uh, look out for him in week two. I feel like he's going to have another solid game. Um, hopefully David Johnson can go off again for me too. What about you, Hunter? I think it's going to be a shootout. Both quarterbacks are going to have great games. 300-plus for both quarterbacks, two touchdowns, and uh, Ravens will win. You got a hot take right here on In the End Zone. <laughs> but I also hope, I don't think I don't know if he will, but I, I hope – Ball State alumni, Willie Sneed has a good game. Three <laughs> yeah. touchdown catches. Hot take. Okay, and then you go to Chargers and Lions in Detroit. I got the Chargers winning. I think I think Virgil Green will have a good game. Hunter Henry is out. Virgil Green comes in. I think he'll have a touchdown. Yeah, I have the Chargers in this game as well. Austin Eckler, he's going to have a nice game. Phillip Rivers will be Phillip Rivers. Um, what about you, Hunter? I got the Lions in this one. I think TJ Hawkinson and Carryon Johnson will carry the offense to a victory. It's in Detroit, so I wouldn't put them against them. I think they can win games in Detroit. I think that Detroit, the Detroit fans give them a little bit of a boost. And just like on Thanksgiving Day, they usually play like in Detroit. or like It's like a division yeah. game in Detroit. I, I mean, they've won before. So, All right, next we have Colts and Titans. You go first, Hunter. I'm going to take the Titans in this one. Um, I don't think it's going to be – it'll be a close game. I think Jacoby will keep the Colts in it. But Derrick Henry, watch out for him. He'll have a good game. Marcus Mariota, he won't have a bad game either. I got the Colts. They didn't look that good against Eckler last week, but I think they can contain Derrick Henry. I also have the Colts. And it's not just because I'm a fan of the Colts. I think the Titans' defense was a fluke last week. And I think Baker Mayfield just – the offensive line there is terrible. We have one of the best, arguably the best, offensive line in football. I think it's going to help, like, contain Jacoby. I think Jacoby – I think – I think Ebron's going to have a good game. I think he's going to come back from last week only having one catch. I think I think he's going to make an impact. Uh, then we have 49ers in Cincinnati to play the Bengals. I'm going to take the Niners on this one. Uh, Jimmy G, he'll have a better game than he did. Uh, he'll throw for at least two touchdowns. Um, honestly, the, the rushing game it has to get better, so if they can do that, then it's a definite win because I'm just not impressed by Cincy at all. I'll also take the Niners. I believe George Kittle is – second best tight end in the game, and he'll produce two touchdowns. I think the Niners are going to win, and I think Raheem Mostert's going to have a good game. I, I just picked him up in fantasy. I kind of want to start him, but I kind of don't. But I think he's going to have a good game. Uh, Tevin awesome. Coleman's out. Him and Breed will split carries. I think I think it'll be good for both parties. Um, Jaguars at Houston to play the Texans. I think this is obvious. I think the Texans are going to win. Yeah, I think... Yeah. Uh, but I think Gardner Minshew is going to have another good game. I think he's going to have a good game. I mean, he's playing a little tougher. I mean, he's playing a little tougher of a defense, but I think they're going to lose. But I think he'll probably throw two TDs. Um, but for the Texans, same old, same old. I think Deshaun and DeAndre are going to have good games. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Both Deshaun and DeAndre will have good games. Uh, will Fuller, he'll have a big game to go along with Hopkins. Uh, the running game, I don't expect a lot from but they could show out. Uh, what about you, Hunter? I got the Texans. I also think Will Fuller will have a huge game. So DeAndre and so Deshaun. Kind of redemption from last week. He didn't really do much. Yeah. Uh, then you have Vikings in Green Bay. 
I'm going to pick the Vikings because I wasn't high on them. We had them behind Green Bay and Chicago, but I think the Vikings showed a lot last week, and they're playing Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, he only scored 10 points against the Bears' defense. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. it's the Bears' defense, but still it's Aaron Rodgers, and everybody gets him this praise. But I think Kirk Cousins, I think he's going to throw a little bit more. He's going to have more yards. I think he's going to show up next week. Yeah, I'm going to take the Vikings in this as well. I think they – Show that they have the best offense in their division, at least for uh, last week. And their defense will be able to stop Aaron Rodgers. I got the Packers in this one, and I think it's going to be a pretty low-scoring game because both defenses. The Packers' defense looked pretty good against a decent Preston Smith looked really good. I think he could have a big game, too. Uh, Then we go to Cowboys and Redskins in Washington. I'm going to go with the Cowboys. I think Dak will – he won't have as big of a week as he did, uh, but he'll still have a good game. I think they're going to get Zeke a lot more involved. He'll do a lot better than what he did. Um, what about you? I got the Cowboys. They're definitely going to get Zeke more involved, 20-plus carries against the mediocre defense for the Redskins. Last week, the Redskins came out and fired. <laughs> they were fired up. They torched the Eagles' defense, their secondary. I'm not saying that's going to happen. I have the Cowboys winning, but I think Case Keenum is going to have a good game. He had a good game last week. He's top five right now in passing yards. I mean, it's only week one, but still, he doesn't really have like a number. I mean, Paul Richardson might be that number one guy there, but McLaurin, Scary Terry. he looks crazy. And I think he's going to be a big target for Case Keenum, especially if he's slot. Because Case Keenum, when he played for Minnesota, he, his favorite target is the slot receiver. So I think um, McLaurin will have a big game, and I think... Case Keenum will have a big game, but since I'm picking Dallas, I think Demarcus Lawrence will have a good game on the defensive side of the ball. And then we go to Seattle in Pittsburgh. Uh, Pittsburgh is going to come back out, have a lot better week than what they did week one. Um, they put, only put up three points against the Patriots, but I mean, I'm not going to expect that against the Seahawks. Uh, the defense will play a lot better. Hopefully, Big Ben can have a nice game, and then James Conner definitely has to get more involved and have a great game if we want to get a get out of there with a W. Is it at Seattle? Yes. Yeah, I got the Seahawks in this one. No, no, no. It's at Pittsburgh. I still got the Seahawks in this one. <laughs> I think Chris Carson will have a big game. He's getting more involved in the passing game, and Juju will have a big game for the Steelers. See, I think Seattle's going to win, and I think Pittsburgh will put up. A bigger fight than since he did, but I think it'll be higher, like a higher scoring game, because both secondaries are kind of, kind of like they they lack a lot, and I think, I think DK Metcalf will have another good game. I really do. I think Tyler Lockett needs needs to have a big game, and I hope he has a big game. Mm. Uh, then we go Bills in New York to play the Giants. Two weeks in New York. What do you think? I mean, honestly, I think I might yawn at this game. It's not going to be a good game at all. Um, Eli Manning, he's not going to do anything again this week. They'll probably put Daniel Jones in a little sooner, maybe get him a little more familiar with the offense. But uh, I'm going to go and take the Bills in this game just because of their defense mainly. I'll also go with the Bills. I'm not too excited for this game. Uh, but I think Josh Allen will have a decent little game. Anytime Josh Allen's playing, that kind of gets me excited. Last year, he won me my fantasy championship. We had five touchdowns. I think this dude has an arm on him, and he can run the ball, especially with his size. I think that's crazy. But I think the Bills are going to win this game. I think Josh Allen and Cole Beasley will both have good games. I think Saquon will have a better game, especially playing. I mean, the Bills' defense is good, but um, I think Eli's going to have a tough time throwing the ball, especially mm-hmm. against that Bills' secondary. Um, and then we head to Miami 
and the Patriots are in Miami to play the Dolphins. I think the Patriots are going to win, but the Patriots have in the past had multiple times where they've lost in Miami. Yeah. They usually beat them in Foxborough, but when they go to Miami, they have t- t- like tough I mean, times. But they, they lost to them in Miami last year with that crazy last play to Kenyon Drake. That was insane. Yeah. But last week, the game was in Miami, and they lost 59-10. to and I think the Patriots are significantly better on both sides of the ball than the Ravens. Yeah. So I'm going to take the Patriots. I'm going to take the Patriots also. Uh, honestly, it's going to be a blowout, I feel like. And it's just not going to be that fun of a game to watch if you're from Miami. See, Fantasy-wise, though, Tom Brady might go off. Yeah. In recent history, I probably would have picked the Dolphins here, but they were butt week one. I think Albert Wilson will have a great game, though. He plays a slot. He got injured last week. Fitzpatrick throws the ball to the slot 26% of the time, which is the most of any quarterback in history. And Albert Wilson is like a Tyree Kill type of player. And then we go to Oakland and the Chiefs visit the Raiders. Um, I feel like this could end up being a pretty good game. Um, the Raiders offense might have trouble keeping up with the Chiefs offense. Um, but it could just come down to the defense mainly. I got the Chiefs in this one. I think Josh Jacobs will have another great game and McCole Hardman will fill that role and have a great game. Let's go black and silver. <laughs> I'm picking the Raiders. They're going to start the season hot. I think Pat Mahomes and Sammy Watkins will both have good games, of course. But I think the the Oakland defense really did surprise me. And I think Derek Carr, same old, same old with him. But Josh Jacobs, dude. At first, I didn't like him. I passed up on him on fantasy because I don't like rookie running backs. Unless they are for sure, like Saquon was two years ago. Or last season. But... I think Josh Jacobs is going to have a phenomenal game. I think Tyrell Williams will have a good game. He's played Chiefs the past several seasons twice because he was with L.A. Um, I think Tyrell Williams is going to have a good game. I think Derek Carr is going to have a good game. And Josh Jacobs, I think overall the defense is going to come up. And I think the Chiefs' defense is what lacks. And I think that's why the Raiders are going to score as much as they will. And then we go... NFC Championship rematch mm. in L.A. this time. Saints and Rams. I feel like this is going to be a great game to watch. Drew Brees will have a nice game. Jared Goff will in L.A. Uh, it's mainly going to come down to the running, though, I feel like, and what Todd Gurley can do and what Alvin can do. But I'm going to go ahead and take the Rams in this one. I got the Saints. Their defense looked good. I mean, they played the Texans. I think the Texans have a better offense than the Rams, honestly. So I got the Saints in this one. I am going to pick the Saints to win, but hot take, I think the pass interference call is going to happen <laughs> opposite. It's not going to happen to the Saints. It's going to happen to the Rams this time. If you call that. That's going to be crazy if I call that. <laughs> but I think um, I think on the Rams side of the ball, I think they're going to have Robert Woods have a good game and Brandon Cooks because I think it's going to be a very high-scoring game in my opinion, yeah, I mean, especially Brandon being in L.A. Very good week one. It's not a dome game. It's an outside game. I think it's going to be good. Um I think Alvin Kamara is going to have a good game. Latavius Murray, I think he'll have a good game too. I think both running backs will be they'll be fine. And then uh, Bears travel to Denver to play the Broncos. Uh, I have the Bears in this one. Their defense is just going to completely shut down Joe Flacco. I'm not impressed with him at QB at all. And uh, we'll just. I got Denver in this one. Chicago looked very rough in Week One, and Denver's offense. I mean, Philip Lindsay. I feel like he'll have a big game. He'll come back from Week One and. See, the Bears' defense is tough, yeah. and they always have been tough Very for the past tough. few seasons, especially last season getting Khalil Mack. I think that boosts them a lot. Yeah. Um, 
I think if the Bears win, it's going to be because they're defense. But I'm going to pick Denver because it's at Denver. Altitude-wise, I think Mitchell Trubisky is going to have a bad game again. I think Allen Robinson will have a good game. But um, I think that Literally. I think that Deshaun Hamilton will have a good game. So we'll see about that. And then Falcons and Eagles in Atlanta. I mean, this could be a really good game, and it has been for the past few seasons now, I feel like. Uh, Carson Wentz, he's going to show up big. The running game for the Eagles, I mean, I want to see more out of. I don't think it's going to be that much. The Falcons, Matt Ryan needs to play a little better. Julio needs to get in there, get some more yards. And the running definitely needs to show up too for him. I'll pick the Eagles. I think Alshon will have another two-touchdown game. and He had two touchdowns, right? Yeah. And then Ido Smith will do big on the Falcons. I am going to pick the Eagles. I think the Falcons, I mean, I don't want them to start off on a bad note, but I think the Eagles are going to win this one. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's in Atlanta. Um, I think I think Carson Wentz and Jordan Howard are going to have big games. I hope Jordan Howard has a big game, but um, I could see the Falcons' defense being terrible like they were last week. Um, <laughs> and then Browns and Jets in New York, Monday Night Football. Mm. I am going to pick the Jets to win. And I think Le'Veon's going to have an even better game than he had last week. I think Sam Darnold's going to throw the ball to Robbie Anderson multiple times, maybe a couple TDs. I think the Browns' defense, I think everybody thought they were going to be hot, but I don't think they are going to be at all. I'm going to take the Jets in this one, too. I want to see the Browns win, but I just don't see it happening. They're playing in New York, so it's going to give a little edge to the Jets. Le'Veon, he'll have a great game. Sam Darnold, like you said, um, he'll have a nice game, and I just don't see Baker doing enough to win this game. Uh, I'll complete the sweep and pick the Jets for Monday night. I think Le'Veon will have a huge game just because he, he's played the Browns. I feel like he has a passion against them. He's just going to go off. But a note for this game, this is Odell's first time back in New York to play yeah. since he got traded, so that's going to be a big storyline. Everybody's going to be eyes on that game. I feel like that's why it's Monday night primetime, but um, – that's going to be all for us here at In the End Zone. We'll see you next week.